Well, what's going on, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Agile, A Day Keeps the Bugs Away, your daily agile guide, consumable in less than a very short car ride, episodes around 10 minutes or shorter. We're really excited to get this one off the ground today. We are going into our role-based series where we are going to touch on the agile roles, not just discussed in the scrum guide, but other roles that are provided in other frameworks. Really excited about this one. Let's jump into it. Role-based series starts with, I don't know if you can hear this drum roll, but I don't have music yet. The product owner. Ha, I got you. I bet you thought I was going to say the scrum master, but no, we're going to start with the product owner today. No real reason. We obviously are going to start at the agile team level or the scrum team based on what framework you are discussing, but we're going to go with the product owner. I bet I faked a few of you out there uh, because actually I would have thought the scrum master as well. So vital in the agile world, such an important position, but so is the product owner. Let's get to it. So before I jump into it, I actually want to throw out a little bit of a history lesson. Why not? It's fun to learn about this stuff. The role of product owner was presented in a book titled Agile Software Development with Scrum in 2002 after Scrum was already created. I'm throwing up air quotes because the first guide didn't come out until 2010, but Scrum was still a concept that was created well before then. And the authors of that book were one of the founders, Ken Schwarber, and Mike Beadle, Jeff Sutherland, not a part of that. But that is where the product owner was added as an official role in Scrum. Interesting enough, things that were added in that book as well, if you are just interested, are they called blocks or what we refer to today as blockers. We're now called impediments, which are also something we, we use. The Scrum meeting used to be the name of the Daily Scrum. That was changed in that 2002 book. And instead of Sprint Goals, it used to be called Sprint Objectives. And that's also the same book where the Sprint Review emerged. It used to be called the Demo slash Review. Frankly, it's called that today in a, in a lot of companies or, or based on your team. It still means the same thing, but pretty interesting stuff. I like throwing history out there once in a while. Maybe I'll even do an episode on it. So let's get into the topic we are supposed to be getting into. The product owner, very important role in the world of Scrum, in the world of other scaling frameworks, whatever you are using. So the main goal of the product owner, their role was created to ensure that development team has clear understanding of the customer needs and priorities and, and they're supposed to provide a single point of contact for the team. Interesting enough, going back into history, XP has a term called on-site customer, which is supposed to be like the product owner. So XP had a term on-site customer, and then the, the product owner role was created to be that customer proxy. So a little bit of backstory on extreme programming there as well, and how that ties into the creation of the product owner role. But this product owner, typically one product owner per team, is responsible for defining, prioritizing, managing, and overall ownership of the product backlog. And in this backlog, as we discussed in a previous episode, is a list of work items that the development team will complete over the course of a project or set durations, whatever that may be. 
and it is vital for the product owner to be accountable over this backlog and to make sure they have full ownership so the team can understand, build iteration goals or sprint goals out of that, and overall continue to deliver high-value, high-quality increments. So what are the key accountabilities of a product owner? Those accountabilities include setting the vision and goals for the product. The product owner is fully responsible for this. Well, they want to define the overall vision and the goals for the product and the product goal, which is now new in the 2020 Scrum Guide. And they also want to ensure that the development team is aligned with these goals. The product owner is also responsible for prioritizing the work items in the product backlog to ensure that the development team is working on the most high priority items first. The product owner also is responsible for reviewing and accepting or even rejecting work items that have been completed by the development team, whether they did fulfill the acceptance criteria, which we'll talk about in a future episode or not. That's up to the product owner. They set the vision, they set the course, and the development team delivers the work. Also, the product owner should be the main point of contact for the stakeholders. They are responsible for ensuring that the needs of the stakeholders and the customers, the needs and even the concerns are taken into account during the development process. And then finally, they are responsible for making decisions about the product, including what features to include in the backlog, what work items to prioritize, and what changes are to be made based on the feedback from stakeholders and users and overall customers. The importance of the product owner cannot be overstated. A well-defined, effective product owner is essential for the success of an agile project. The product owner provides the development team with all clear understanding of the customer needs. They are either that customer or that customer proxy. The needs and priorities must be understood to make sure that the project is aligned with these goals or product. Um, I know we're, we're moving toward a, a product mindset. I'll use project just because it's the traditional term, but we can get into more product thinking in a later episode or more in one of our advanced series. But back to the product owner. Once again, it's very important for them to be the single point of contact, not only for the development team, but for the stakeholders. They're sort of that filtration system for both parties to be able to effectively communicate between the individuals doing the work and the individuals who are going to foresee the value that the increment and future increments are going to create uh, into a holistic product. So that's it. Product owner, very important role. A good product owner has a very good understanding of the product they are working, also the project they are working, whatever, however you're assigned, whatever the cost center alignment is, whether you are product focused or project focused, whatever the maturity of your department is and how budgets are accounted for and calculated is how teams are going to consume work. Every area is different. There's obviously an ideal state to get to, but whatever it is, the product owner should have a good understanding of the environment. Also have good communication with the architect, have good systems thinking, know where the product or know what impacts are going to be in the entire system, in the architecture to make sure nothing is being broken and to better even you can say consult the customers on viability of certain deliverables. If they want something that is totally out of the question, can't be done based on some factor, the pro a good product owner uh, works hard to know all of that ahead of time. And that's it. 
That's the product owner. Really enjoying that role. That role is super powerful. That being said, join us next time for another episode of A Little Agile A Day Keeps the Bugs Away. Hey, whether you're an expert or whether you're a beginner in Agile, this podcast is for you. Consume A Little Agile each day makes all of us better. Thanks again, everyone, and talk to you later. I'm also going to put my Twitter handle in the description for all of you to reach out to me very easily.